Hello, good people. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I ain't sure where you are in this world, but it's one of those time zones. I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in. I'd like to thank y'all for listening. My name is Frank. I'm a mentor from Pittsburgh. I pray that y'all are having a good day. And if you're not having such a good day, sit still, stop, ask yourself, what is it or who is it that I'm allowing to control my day, to take up so much space uh, in my mind, and then correct it? No one should be able to control our day. Nothing should be able to control our day. Once God puts us back on a wake-up list, no complaining. We got to get out here and figure it out. So who's this episode for? And man, this is really like a, a, a milestone for me just to come this far and to get, you know, started. This is the first one. I would love to hear y'all feedback. Uh, this is going to be big. There's going to be many more to come, but it's in God's hands. And all we are designed to do is tap into our purpose and execute. This podcast is for everyone, no matter white, black, color, or race. We are all one. How did this come about? I'm glad you asked. With so much going on in the world, I have conversations not only with myself, uh, when I'm riding by myself, I'm in the shower at night with the Lord, or, you know, in my barbershop with the barber. Not my barbershop, but, you know, sitting in the barber chair with my barber. And if you guys got barbers or, or hairstylists that you've been with for over five, ten years, um, and it has become to the point where it's not really about the haircut, it's about the relationship that y'all have, it's about the good communication and conversations y'all have, give your barber or your stylist a shout out. So how this all come about, this podcast, is... Uh, you often sit around and, you know, you feel you have the solutions to what's going on out here. And before I say anything else, this podcast is called Who Raised You? And that's a good question. When you see what's going on out here in the world with the young men, young women, and even adults, and as the generations change and as you start to get older, and you be like, man, what is going on? What has gotten into our people, especially the young people? And everything results back to, one, who raised you? And two, who are you learning from? So for me, who raised you is from birth to, you know, you start to being able to tell your mom, your dad, or whoever your guardian is, no, 
You start to stay out later than when they tell you to come in. You really start to find yourself, feel yourself, and start to do whatever it is that you feel you want to do, whether you're a, a, a young man, a young woman, uh, a teenager, feeling like you've grown. That's who raised you and got you to the point where, okay, now you want to be grown and you want to take on your own responsibilities. Now is who are you learning from that's going to get you through the next level of your life? Rather, that next level in life is on a positive path or on a negative path. Because you can come up in the neighborhood and live right next door to someone and y'all both come from a place called the project, the ghetto, the hood. And I'm still looking for the person that, you know, named it that anyway. Why couldn't it just be, you know, the low class, the middle class, uh, you know, the black community? Why is it that, you know, based off of your economics is considered the community versus based off your economics is the hood, the ghetto, the project? So now that starts to shape your mindset. So we can grow up in a hood, in a community, and one of us go off to college, the other one goes off to prison. Why is that? Because it starts from one, who raised us, and how far they allow us to get out of their control, and then who did we continue to learn from after our parents? So who we learn from is, is our OGs, OG reps, our, our community, our teachers, our schools. Those are who we start to learn from and get us to the next level in life. So if someone turns good young man to gangster to prison, that's because he chose to start learning from those that were going down that route. Now, if you turn good young man or woman, go off to college, get your degrees, and you do well, that becomes a result of who you learn from. So with that being said, this is what we're dealing with out here in society and in our personal lives, period. Where we are at in our life, whether we love it, like it, or hate it, is a result of who raised us and now who are we learning from and if we want to change our life we have to start asking ourselves that every day who am i learning from and you need to start getting around those different people places and things that are only going to help shape you mentally physically spiritually and financially to end up living a productive life that you know not only you yourself first then your kids, and also will be pleasing to God. So as I'm interviewing, let's just say myself, here's a question that I would ask you to ask yourself. When I ask the question of who raised you, who or what even comes to mind and I know a lot of people places and things 
you know, right now you're probably saying, well, yeah, this person raised me. This person wasn't there to raise me. Okay, I understand why my results are this, whether negative or pos positive. And then that will start to paint the picture of, okay, now I know that I need to start finding someone else, whether I know them or not, whether I have to pay them or not, to start teaching me some new thing. The second question I would ask, what impact would you say they had on you, still have on you, and how was it that they helped shape who you are and your character? So, for example, you know, my uncles uh, who were fly guys who, you know, had a name for themselves in the community and in the streets. Um, you know, I grew up around people my age where I got into riffraff, uh, you know, with them, let's just say at night. And then I had old heads that took me under their wing, tried to help me stay in school and lead me in the right direction that helped me, you know, have one foot in the street life and one foot in trying to figure out how not to be a part of the street life. So I would say my OGs, um, you know, my parents helped shape me mentally and my character in ways where I would say I don't want to be like them because they were participating, you know, in the, the ghetto and the street activities, right? So my next question I would ask is, if you could reflect back and think about your 18-year-old self with the mentality that you have now, what would you have told yourself then? Anything different or you believe you are where you are because of your 18-year-old self? So what do I mean? With the wisdom and knowledge that I have now at 40 plus years old, if I would have had this same wisdom and knowledge back then, I probably would have been able to skip some of the hurdles and the roadblocks that I went through. Uh, doing two years in prison, you know, really for something that I didn't do, you know, and I'll get deeper into that story uh, later on down the line, or you could get the book when it comes out. But at the same time, when you say, if I would have knew back then at 18, what I know now, I would be doing something different. But if you think about it, we all came across people, places, and things that tried to tell us not to do this, tried to tell us not to do that, not to tried to tell us not to go down that route at 18 years old, and we didn't listen. So will it, would it really matter? If you had a 47-year-old mindset at 18 and you would have done something different, probably not. Probably not. And a lot of times as you reflect back on your teenage years, you know, where you are right now as a responsible young man or woman um, is because of your 18-year-old uh, trials and your tribulations. Because a lot of us, seem to not want to deal with nothing or go through nothing, but how are we going to help our kids or help somebody else go through something? And a lot of us got to realize that the path that we came along helped shape us to be stronger now. 
So like I tell people all the time, it's not about your age that makes you an adult. It's about your character and your responsibility level to me that makes a person an adult. Do you have a family? Do you have family and kids of your own would be my next question if I was interviewing you. And, you know, you, you would say, uh, you know, yes or no. Uh, so do you believe having both parents in the household and involved in the child's lives or even in your life makes a difference? So think about your life if you had both parents, one or none, or even now, are you and the father, are you and the mother in your children's life now? And how do you think that that impacts that child, especially a young man? Because a lot of young men are missing the father or father figure in the home, and he's just trying to figure it out. So with him trying to figure it out without a male role model, sometimes it could be hard for him to bring issues about school or, or life to moms because moms is going to, you know, tell him it from a baby perspective or, you know, my young man perspective versus a dad being able to say, listen, they rip on you in school. Let them rip on you. They personally are going through things, and this is why they vent on, you know, you. As long as they don't put your, their hands on you, like you, we heard back in the day, sticks and stones may break your bones, but names should never hurt you. You go to school for what you need to go to school for. Your parents are in your house and, and, and raising you. Their parents, you know, they probably don't have their dad around. So sometimes you got to have sympathy for people because they're not being mean to you because they're mean people. They just starting to develop this type of mentality and character because of the things that they do or don't have in their own life. So think about that, you know, where you are, whoever you are listening to this podcast at this time, where are you because of your two parents or because you didn't have your two parents? And how do you feel that that is affecting your children now or future children? Because we never really want to leave, you know, our kids in a worse situation or the same situation that we grew up in. So my next question would be, you know, after really pondering and thinking about, you know, uh, who raised you, who you're learning from, if, you know, you grew up with two parents or two guardians that were good role models, one or, or even maybe none, what advice would you give to another young man or woman, uh, if you was able to sit down with them or get into a school and, you know, get them some advice to help them avoid from going in the wrong direction, going down the wrong road, 
Uh, good question. Glad you asked. <laughs> so, you know, what, what I would say is, um, you know, first identify the group that you're, you know, you're talking to. You know, let's just say uh, you're in a school and you're talking to a group of young men um, who's just distracted in school. You know, they can't focus. They got one foot in school, one foot maybe out in the streets to where, you know, they're ready to go participate in, in the street life because, uh, you know, whatever their reasons are. So I think first um, you come at them with not a book smart perspective, but a common sense perspective to get them to loosen up and realize that, you know, you there just trying to help them and you come from maybe similar situations or backgrounds or, you know, you, you, you have people with you that can relate one or the other. So you can at least start to get them to feel comfortable with you. Um, and it may not be the first day. It's going to take a few visits uh, to the school and talk to these group of young men until, you know, they start to break down. They start to get a little bit of uh, trust and comfort with you. And then you get to realize what's the root of them not being focused, um, you know, in school. And you'll realize that it goes back to uh, the original topic of who raised them and who are they learning from and they're starting to lose uh, control and respect at home so once whoever's at home the adults are can no longer tell them what to do or control them or these young men are now you know taking care of home taking care of their siblings here's where the problem is coming from so now you try to sit down with the adult and see how y'all can work together, compromise to help this young man or woman get back on track. If home's not in order to compromise, then you try to negotiate and compromise with the, you know, quote unquote, child or teenager and see, you know, how can we get you to get back focused, get you back in class, back on the right track, and, you know, we help you with whatever you feel that you are lacking along the way. That's to make a long story short. So I would like you to ask yourself the same question. What would you tell a young man or a woman if you had the opportunity to help keep them on the right track? So as I'm interviewing myself, What one second? All right, I'm back. So with that being said, you know, getting into these school districts and trying to get these kids that have one foot in and one foot out, those that have two feet already out, no longer in school, participating in school, they doing whatever they feel they want to do. Uh, to, to survive and take care of themselves, you know, you have to deal with them from a different angle, from a different perspective. And we'll get into that, you know, 
in another episode. But what I would ask you also to ask yourself, um, how do you guys feel about our current school system and curriculums? All right, glad you asked. <laughs> I believe it's outdated. I believe we need new topics and subjects. I believe we need to teach the children how to think and not what to think. I also believe that we should ask the kids, what is it that they are interested in learning versus us assuming we know what they should learn. Kids are not the same kids these days, and this is uh, 2022, coming up on 2023. This generation, this time, these kids are not the same. We cannot continue to treat them the same, talk to them the same, or teach them the same. We need to start finding other solutions and strategies on keeping their attention and making them want to come to class. We have to think about what made us come to class. What made us go to school? Was it that girl? Was that boy? Uh, our parents kept us fly. We had the, the nice kicks. We, we uh, you know, we had the penny loafers. We, we went to school to shoot dice. Like what was it that kept us attracted to school to whereas we did end up learning and graduating? We have to reevaluate these curriculums now and see what it is that we can start teaching these kids differently. ABCs, one, two, threes, that's, that's fine. They'll need some of that somewhere. But I say these kids and the parents need RBCs, S, F, and L, real estate, business, credit, stocks, funding, and life insurance. Those are the financial literacies that are real life sustaining things that we need to know to help us grow and get to the next level in life. These kids want things, these kids see things, and they don't know how to obtain them without doing wrong to get them. So if you learn these essential things in school, then they will realize that, okay, with good credit, I can do a lot of things, learning how to start a business, how to set up an LLC. I could do a lot of things. If I just learn how to use credit to invest with and not use it as a consumer, I can start to grow and build financial wealth or freedom, whatever that looks like to you. Just to touch on a few things and, you know, to keep this episode not too long there's many more to come and I look forward to sitting down with maybe many of y'all and other future guests to touch on a lot of different topics and it all comes back around to who raised you. So as we get ready to wrap up uh, this podcast episode today, I would ask you, 
do you have any final words for our listeners? Yes, I do. I'd like to thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to, you know, this podcast that's been, you know, in my heart, in my spirit, in the making. And, you know, now it's coming from my mind, from my heart, out my mouth, to the world. I really have a passion to teach others to see other people win and grow. I've never been envious, jealous, or a hater because I know the same God that you know. And I know if I just tap into my own God-given purpose, why in life, that I can have a great life too, and so can you. A lot of times you have so much on your mind, so much to say, not really nobody to to really hear you out. You got so many solutions. Uh, You know, you're reaching out to different people, uh, quote unquote, in leadership. No one's getting back to you. No one's calling you. Uh, The politics in life, the red tape is stopping you from, you know, really being able to, you know, mentor or teach uh, others or or young men or young women. you know, you get to think like, man, do people really want to make a change or do we just want to keep having a meeting about the meeting, the march about the last march, or we in such dire times that it calls for dire measures. And I believe people such as myself that have some, you know, past uh priors and experiences that we done been through and God delivered us out of can really be an impact and helpful to what's going on out here in this in society. So I say until somebody call me onto their platforms, I'll create the platform myself. God said, let's go. So with that being said, life's all about who you're learning from. Life's all about who raised you. Y'all continue to stay focused. God bless you. Good day, good night, peace.